Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's at the four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And Rick Swan is our host to be named later but he is here so that's good uh good afternoon welcome to show number 222 it is uh november 29th we hope you all had a wonderful thanksgiving and away we go for show number right. 222 a little bit shorter today so we'll get right to the agenda yes we will okay the agenda first of all we will do our panels they will be brief try, try to everybody keep it two to three minutes uh because perry's on deadline today so we want to get him out of here and time for him to do his thing then we got the uh, nfl of course we have college uh sports particularly football mostly football but a little bit of basketball um baseball and uh we're going to do a little nba and i'll just throw it into my panel because i'm going to be talking about the Celtics in a minute but i'll also say that carl anthony towns is going to be out four to six weeks with a uh, thigh strain of some sort so a calf strain should say calf strain so anyway, um, had a nice Thanksgiving. Everything's fine. My birthday's tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. The old, big old 73. Uh, the Bruins did win their 12th in a row at home on Friday, so that is the NHL record now. So we'll see if uh, if they can expand on that tonight as they play Tampa Bay. They're uh, now 18 and 18 and three, so 36 points already. Celtics are 17 and four, and uh, they're they're rolling too. This kind of record, they have about 64 wins, so they're doing very well. Patriots not embarrass themselves on national television, so that was good. And we'll talk about that when we get to the NFL section. And any, uh, oh, we're going to have one thing in um, uh, F- FC- FCS, right? Uh, uh, football. We're going to have Holy Cross here playing at Fitton Field in Worcester, playing the UNH uh, Wildcats, New Hampshire. So that's kind of a New England thing that people in New England aren't paying any attention to because they're pro fans, but I kind of like that stuff. And anyway, any soccer interruptions will be uh, encouraged because the United States, the last we knew, with maybe about five minutes to go in stoppage time ahead of Iran, one to nothing. If they uh, win this game, they go on to the knockout round on, and play the Netherlands on Saturday. So we'll see about that. Okay, on to Rick, the host to be named later. Hello. Um, yeah, weather has been pretty nice for almost into December, although my Echo device did just give me a uh, notification that we have a a uh, heavy wind warning for tomorrow. Now, anytime we get a big wind warning on Chris's birthday, I think it's kind of repetitive, but that's me. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a Giants, there. Yeah, Giants got a, kind of a big game coming up this Sunday, Washington. I, I, to me, what it looks like is between the Giants, Washington, and Seattle, two of them are going to get in, one isn't. And Washington's got kind of a strange schedule here. They got the Giants this week, then a bye week, and then they come back and play the Giants again. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty strange. Um, okay, going to keep it short. Um, go on to you, Perry. Rick, uh, just uh, so people know, and I know we've had a lot of interest in this, you will probably hear me say, you do this once. Uh, the U.S. soccer team has advanced. They just beat Iran All right. uh, 1-0. So the game is over. The U.S. advances to the knockout round, and they'll play Christian on Christian Pulisic of here, Hershey, yeah. Pennsylvania got the goal. So just so we know. Yes. All right. And he but, uh, in the process. Yes, but yes, the weather did. here is horrible today. It's uh, going to be fun to get out after the show. And, you know, we have freezing drizzle and all that great stuff that, get, that we get in the Midwest this time of year. So we expect it, but nonetheless, that's going on. Uh, basketball, Iowa and Iowa State both did reasonably well over the weekend. So uh, uh, Iowa State finished second in their tournament. Iowa finished second in their tournament, even though they should have won it. But other than that, that's what's going on here. So, Bill, over to you. All right. I'll make my short and sweet, and thank you. Uh, all I can say about the Colts is fumble on the one-yard line. Shame on you. Um, we're looking forward to the IU-North Carolina game tomorrow night. That was supposed to be undefeated Indiana and North Carolina playing, but North Carolina had a bad weekend or a bad few days there and lost a couple games. So we got that to look forward to and just hanging out. And I will say 
my Google Sense Mini is my streaming friend. I really like it, and we'll talk more about that later. Take it away, Robert. Okay, to update you further on the soccer, they just announced that the game on Saturday uh, will start at 10 a.m. Eastern on Fox. Uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern on Fox, so they'll have the pregame show uh, at 9, and then the, the, the Mac will kick off at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday morning with the Netherlands. As far as my panel goes, uh, I am really shocked at the Raiders, but we'll talk about that when we get to the NFL. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the Sharks are doing what they're, but I expect them to do. Uh, I don't think they're going to make playoffs this year. And the only time I have to worry about the Warriors is when they have back back, and we'll get into that whenever we have time for the NBA on another day. But uh, anyway, that's about all I got. I'll turn it over to Sean. Okay, well, it is 80 degrees here, but it's going to be in the 40s tonight, so we're getting the weather's heading our way from Perry, I think. But, of course, now about that. we got a big matchup tomorrow. Number two, Texas, and number seven, Creighton, playing the Big 12 Big East Challenge. So that's kind of cool. And uh, in ratings news, Fox had a good weekend this weekend. They had the highest-rated, most-watched NFL regular season game ever, uh, Giants in Dallas with $42 million. On Friday, the most watched soccer game in the U.S. ever, uh, you know, in the U.S., 15.3 million with England and the U.S. on, you know, being watched, most watched ever. And on Saturday, Michigan, Ohio State with seven, around 17 million, the most watched Fox college game. Now, remember, they've only been college, covering college football since 2007, but it's their most watched game in 15 years. So they had three pretty big days. And speaking of big days, if you want to comment throughout the week anytime, uh, email us, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net or dial 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595, option number two. And those of you listening on the podcast, we are here every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Now, if you wonder when we do this live, so uh, come on in and check us out. But on to the NFL. All right. Well, I just wanted to let the callers know, if you do call in, and we still encourage calls, but it's going to be like the old Larry King show, you know, hello, Indiana, Pennsylvania, ask your question, and then, uh, you know, we answer it as quickly as we can and move on because we're on a hurry-up offense today, as I said, to carry deadline. So here we go. We're doing good. We're off to a good start. All right. Buffalo beat Detroit 28-25 and, uh, on a last-minute field goal by Tyler Bass. And uh, I was in and out of that game. We're all in and out of some of the Thanksgiving, but, I, you know, it seemed yeah. like a pretty good game back and forth. I thought it was. Very yeah. Good. yeah, it was. It, it was because I was in and out of that one, too, because we had college basketball going. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas beat the uh, Giants 28-20, to and the thing about that is the Giants were at 13-7 to at halftime, and, uh, Rick, pretty good performance considering how banged up they are, and they seem to get be getting more injured. Are you hearing anything about anybody coming back when you're listening to FAN or anything? Yeah, actually, FAN was saying this morning that they're, get, they're getting some players back for this weekend, but they didn't say who. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be uh, Rory Jackson because he was going to be out like four weeks, and that's a big guy, but, but they had guys in that secondary Sunday that I have never heard of. It was crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, you and know, they but were right in say, that game the whole way. They were. They, they gave it yeah, a good effort. They did, yeah. This is probably the biggest Giants-Washington game since, like, the late 80s or something, you know, because yeah. one terrible and the other isn't. So. Back to Parcells and Gibbs, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Minnesota beat the Patriots 33-26. Again, the Patriots did not embarrass themselves. They were ahead for a portion of it in the second half. And the, uncharacteristically, the uh, Mac Jones and the offense uh, did very well, but the defense did at the time. And, of course, they're playing a higher caliber. You know, you got to remember the offenses they were playing before the Colts and the Jets uh, without the new star quarterback, um, you know, were not the, the caliber that they were going to face here. But still, they could do nothing with Justin Jefferson, and the big kickoff return was the difference in the game. And when was the last time you've had three games on Thanksgiving that were that competitive? Even two games. All one-score games, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, speaking of another competitive game that yeah, Tampa Bay fans must be going crazy. Cleveland beat Tampa Bay 23 to 17 on a in overtime and a last second right at the end of the overtime run in by Nick Chubb. And you know, it's and they like had a skunk in the stadium too. Had a skunk in the stadium. I, 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 I didn't know that. But the thing is, you know, it's like the Tampa Bay starts to look better. But you know, it's not the old Brady. You can tell it's just not. He's not putting up the numbers. He's better than Aaron Rodgers, and you know, certainly doing a little bit to help the team. But boy, they just anybody in the, the NFC South can almost can win. Maybe the Saints can't, but anybody else pretty much can win this uh, yeah, division. That's why, that's why when you guys try to uh, ship Tom Brady to Las Vegas, I, I said, absolutely not. I don't want him. And evidently, Todd, Todd Bowles doesn't think it's the old Brady because they, after Cleveland tied it up, they had 32 seconds and three timeouts left, and Bowles just sat on the ball and played for overtime. That's mm-hmm. not Tom Brady. Yeah. No. You know what? <laughs> 
The one thing I saw on Twitter, if you listen to radio, we, we all kind of know it. A lot of people, though, were saying on Sunday, boy, how about uh, Jim Donovan? When he gets a good, when he, there's a good oh, yeah. game and a good finish, he, he got a lot of compliments, you know, oh, he, for his call of that game. And we're featuring yeah. him on Thursday night, by the way. Oh, good. On all good. things radio. All right. So all right, looking forward to that. Cincinnati beat Tennessee 20-16, to 16, and you, we aren't giving the Bengals enough credit here. They didn't have Jamar yeah. Chase, and they didn't have Joe Mixon, and they still yeah. found a way to go in and beat a good Tennessee team. They were 0-2. They're now 6-4. and 4. And, uh, you know, we just are saying, oh, Buffalo, Kansas City, Kansas City, Buffalo. Well, now we're talking Miami, too. But we really can't sleep on the Bengals, either. I mean, they're, they're really playing good ball. Actually, they're 7-4, seven seven, right? They're 7-4. 7-4, yeah. yeah, that's right. 7-4, yeah. 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 you're right. Yeah, and uh, Miami beat Houston, who's not playing good ball, thirty to fifteen. And apparently, the Davis Mills. <laughs> no, it wasn't thirty to nothing. Davis Mills era is over. Now he was the most under. You remember we had the Big Five last year coming out, and Davis Mills was saying, you know, he's better than some of these guys. Well, I guess they've kind of decided he's not, but he has no weapons either. So who the heck knows? Yeah. But yeah, uh, they decided he's not. I mean, because because Kyle Allen was terrible Sunday. He was. He was. Yeah. I think. I, I think uh, I'm gonna go back. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Uh, they haven't decided. They have not yeah. heard. As far as I know, they haven't decided yet. Okay. Well, one guy that was good was uh, Mike White because the Jets beat the yeah. Bears 31-10. to 10. Mike White threw three touchdowns and 315 yards, and uh, he, uh, he got to play against Trevor, Trevor Simeon because Justin Fields was out with a separated non-throwing shoulder. But, you mm-hmm. know, the Jets, you know, that shows what they can do with that defense if they had a quarterback, and uh, it might be hard for Zach Wilson to get his job back. Yeah, that was you pretty wonder, impressive, you especially wonder, when the whole game. Oh, good, right. oh, I was just going to say, that was pretty impressive considering the whole game was played in the pouring rain. Yeah. You wonder if at the end of the season, though, the Jets don't decide, hey, maybe Wilson is the answer. And yep. Either they go with Mike White, give him a shot anyway, or they draft somebody or, you know, go out and get somebody. Now, the rumor that, of course, I've heard is Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Now, we'll see if that happens, but. <laughs> New York people start these rumors for the biggest star. Well, then they do it here too. But they, uh, the biggest star available that might be good in the future. You know, they want. They, we, they were so happy when they got Brett Favre that year. You know, that's just what they like to do. You know, so whatever. Washington beat Atlanta 19 to 13, and uh, that was a good game as expected. You know, that's the bottom part of the playoffs. Now Atlanta still has the other option of getting in, unlike the the Giants and the and Washington and so forth. Uh, you know, probably Seattle too because San Francisco is probably going to pull away. But with that uh, NFC South, everybody's vulnerable. So you know, Atlanta's only half a game behind Tampa Bay. So they could still sneak in as a division champion. But you know, it was it was a pretty good game. And you keep hearing everybody, well, who's going to be the Washington quarterback? You know, is it going to be this guy or that guy? You wonder, do do they at all consider just let giving Heineke a chance? Because I think they will. His oh, record, it, it sounds like it, it's Heineke. Yeah, it's Heineke as long as he keeps winning. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. yeah. And, that, and I assume that somebody down there has an ad campaign for Heineken about scoring touchdowns. <laughs> you know, <with> that <laughs> <name>. yeah, <laughs> they should. They all should. right. Uh, well, we had another quarterback chance. Sam Darnold gets his fourth or fifth or sixth chance in football <laughs> as he led the Carolina Panthers to a 23 to 10 victory. And I don't think he did very much to do it, but he was getting to play, no. the, you know, play uh, Denver. So and Denver's doing nothing. You know, Russell Wilson had a 300. That something was not trumpeted. 300 touchdown pass. You know, he's 14th yeah. uh, guy to ever throw 300 touchdown passes. But people aren't in the mood to be talking nice about Russell Wilson right now. No, no. I mean, right right now he had two less touchdown passes this year than he has bathrooms in his mansion. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know you were our bathroom counter. I'm glad somebody has that job. Oh, yeah, we had that earlier. We yeah. got 10 bathrooms in this mansion. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah, we had that one day. Yeah, yeah. we did have yeah. that story. And only four bedrooms, remember? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we know what his issues are. Okay. Jacksonville yeah. beat Baltimore 28-27. to 27. What is the matter with the Ravens? You know, we talked about the Vikings sleeping on games. I think the Ravens in every game that I hear have had at least a 10-point lead. Yeah. Something, yeah, something like, like that. that yeah. and, and they're, uh, what, 7-4? and four? So, um, yeah. you know, you, you just wonder what goes on. Why does this happen? But we had uh, Doug Peterson go for the two. And his situation, I don't blame him at all. They had uh, just come back and made 27-26. They're not necessarily going anywhere. And may as well just go for it. And they got it. Good for them. And Trevor Lawrence with an actual comeback. Unbelievable. He's got the game of, of his career. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, let's see. Then we had uh, – the Chargers did the same thing, came back on yeah. on, on Arizona, 25-24, two-pointer by the uh, always gambling Brandon Staley. And, uh, you know, again, not a bad call because they were on the fringe of the playoff race. Could have been a little scary if they didn't get it. But anyway, they did get it, and uh, they managed to stay in the hunt. 
So anyway, uh, then, then we have, uh, all right, the game uh, for the player of the day, and there were a couple of big performances today, but Brandon Jacobs was the player of the no, day. No, Robert, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Josh, yeah. You know, Brandon, we, who is <laughs> he? Who is he? Something? <laughs> you know, yeah, he was, anyway. yeah, he was, he was the yeah, giant running back. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 303 total yards, the uh, seventh all-time in NFL history. Flipper Anderson has the record for uh, 1989 for the Rams, I think, against the Saints. But he had an 86-yard touchdown run to win the game 33 27 in overtime robert uh, your thoughts well, 40 to 34 chris 40, 40 to 34 yeah. oh yeah. that's right okay <laughs> you know i was in and out of the acb auction so i was not paying attention <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. so uh, what what are your thoughts robert um well number one i am because uh, i expected the raiders going to seattle and, and uh and for the Seahawks to show that okay we belong in the playoff race, and I expect you know because when a team is three and seven and and the other team is six and four, you expect the, the one that's six and four to go in. And, okay, you're in our home stadium. We're going to you know we're going to get an easy victory here. And it's obvious to me that Seattle has no defense. Uh, I mean, Geno Smith, he's obviously going to be comeback player of the year. Uh, he did what he could do, but the defense could stop this Raider team at all. And the Raiders turned the ball over twice in the first quarter, and Seattle only got 10 points out of it. And uh, they, Seattle just, you know, it's almost like they took the game for granted, like, oh, we can win this at any time. And, and uh, Derek Carr now has the best record in history in overtime, 9-2, and two, you know, as an as as overtime quarterback. So uh, I don't know. And, you know, with them playing the Chargers this week, uh, every game the Raiders have been in, except for the New Orleans game, has been close. We have the Chargers and then the Rams on Thursday Night Football. If we win both of those games, the Raiders will be 6-7, and seven, and everybody's talking about them being eliminated. Well, they haven't officially been eliminated yet. No, no. If they, if they beat the Chargers and they beat the Rams, uh, people are going to have to start taking the Raiders a little more seriously. But I think, I I think you're probably going to have to get 10 wins in the AFC to get in. Yeah, the AFC is tough. That's what we did last year, 10-7. and seven. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see if they can do that. Now, um, also, uh, just because this is something that we should talk about, the guy who is uh, uh, this great performance, you brought up a point uh, on our system, uh, Robert, about uh, that he is not signed for next year. No, no? Uh, and I don't blame Dave Ziegler, the new GM, or Josh McDaniels. They turned down his fifth-year option because, remember, these guys didn't draft him. John Gruden and Mike Mayock drafted him. And so, obviously, when you're, new, when you're a new coach and a new GM and you're taking over an organization, you're going to, uh, when you have to make a decision before you even see these guys play, you're going to make the decision, okay, we're going to decline it. Well, now he's outperforming his current contract, and they had an expert on Las Vegas radio uh, yesterday involving the salary cap, and they said that Jacob, if he continues doing what he's doing, because he's leading the NFL in rushing right now, if he continues to do what he's doing, he could get up to like $15 million per, per year with the Raiders or anybody else unless the Raiders lay the franchise tag on it, which they could do. Yeah. And Robert, okay, this, r- this rumor, Robert, will not this rumor will not die, this Tom Brady to the Raiders. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want it. I, for, Josh, I, for Josh Jacobs. No. Yeah. <laughs> we had one one other thing in this game. We had a, a mini Heidi game moment with the Red Zone channel. Um, oh. The way the Red Zone channel works is when they get to the end of the late games, um, if all the games they're ending ending kind of near each other, there's no big problem. They, they don't get real strict on it. But if there's only one game left and there's quite a ways to go, whether it's overtime or there was a weather problem or something, they always say, our contract says we can't show just one game, so our American audience has to switch to the network to see it. Our European audience will still show them. So they were telling everybody to go to CBS to see the end of this game. Well, every time this has happened before that I remember, it, would, it involved a game on the network that had the double header this time it didn't yeah. so most of the country didn't have any football coverage at seven o'clock on on cbs people no. were turning over there was no so most of the country did not see jacob's 86 yard run to win the game wow no. okay well in a game that uh, i didn't pay much attention to because there was no real reason to kansas city beat perry's rams 26 to 10 and i don't even know if perry was paying attention to uh, i was not i was not actually believe it or not at that point in time alabama and um I forget who they were playing, but they were playing a four overtime basketball game. And I North was Carolina, watching, I think it was. North yeah. Carolina. Yeah. And I was watching that for two reasons. Number one, I was watching that to see how the game was going. But number two, um, I was watching that game because any game that Bill Walton is watching, you, you have to pay attention oh, yeah. to it just to see what he's going to say. <laughs> yep. So anyway, well, but the, the game, Chiefs but the did game was really not the, the game yeah. was really not close. The Chiefs were they do what the Chiefs do, and and yep. the Rams are uh, the Rams are terribly banged up. 
Yeah, they're they're they should just not bring back any of their big players. You know, I, I would no I would agree. I would agree. Now Aaron Donald's gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, he's got a high ankle sprain, so they're probably going to sit yeah. him down for the rest they of the should. year. Well, yeah. now I don't know what happened again on this game because again I was getting ready for the auction and I was always uh, really uh, doing a couple of things. San Francisco beat New Orleans thirteen to nothing. Now, okay, New Orleans is up and down, but San Francisco didn't yeah. do, do too much. Was it raining there, Rick, or something? What was going on? No, no, I don't think so. No. no. Okay. Uh, I mean, New Orleans, New Orleans got to the one yard line once and Camaros fumbled and that ended that drive. You know, okay. San Francisco was moving the ball decently. They just, they, they couldn't score. I don't know. Go, go, go ahead, Robert. You wanted to get in? Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a second. Robert. Rick, let's finish and then Robert. You're oh, next. I was just going to say, and, and I don't know if you know it, Chris, but your guy, Eliza Mitchell, got injured again. He's gone for six oh. to eight weeks. But, oh, well, yeah. not much for him. Okay. Um, yeah. But no, it wasn't raining. It, it's a 49ers defense. Yeah. Uh, their defense is turning out to be one of the best in the NFL. And mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how Miami handles that defense this weekend. Cause yeah, that should be good. Yeah, that'll be a good Miami game. had so much speed, it's uh, unreal. So, But, no, it was their defense. Of course, it was the first time New Orleans had been shot out in, what, 332 games? Wow. You know, well, we have like Drew, Brees, Drew Brees. That will kind of account yeah. for that. Yeah, so. Okay, and a game that actually turned out to be a decent game. And, you know, Phil, you always got the feeling the Eagles were going to win it, but they beat Green Bay 40-33. to 33. Uh, And this is, this is a pretty good statistic because uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, set a rushing record for Philadelphia quarterback. Now, when you think about some quarterback, you say, well, that's not very big deal. <laughs> Dad, this is Philadelphia. They've had Randall yeah. Cunningham. They had McNabb. They had Rodney Pete. They had uh, Vic. You know, yep. so he got 157 uh, r- rushing yards, I think it was. And, and uh, so that's pretty good. And then as we just heard, Rogers uh, went out with a, uh, his broken thumb. I guess it turned out, I didn't know until like Sunday that he had a bro- They officially said he had a broken thumb, but I guess uh, he passed his MRI when he left. Uh, but Jordan Love did throw a touchdown pass. So now the Packers fans are, maybe they can start a controversy, keep them busy because they're not going to the playoffs, that's for sure. Yeah, but his, I mean, he left the game Sunday, Rogers, not because of the broken thumb. He hurt his rib. Or, oh, his yeah, ribs? Yeah, he was saying he was, he was having trouble breathing and turning and stuff. Okay. Then. I think it was cracked ribs, yeah. I think it was cracked, yeah. but it was cracked okay. ribs, I think. And in the Monday night game, the uh, Steelers won it 24-17 to 17 over the Colts. And uh, I don't know if you have any other thoughts, Bill. Not really. Um, they just didn't manage the clock very well. And they broke a record for a night. The longest a team went without a first down in the first half to well into the second quarter. I think like seven minutes to go before the first half. Their offense is just, just, what can I say? And it's not exactly the steel curtain defense anymore no. either. So. No. no. And, and Jeff Sadday still has those two timeouts in his pocket. Yes, yeah. he does. He, yeah. He's saving him for the next game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh All right. I think David USF had a He does comment. he does. Let's go to David. David, if you want to unmute, he'll be able to hear you. We know he'll be short when he gets on because he's yes, always David, short. Yeah. Takes longer to unmute than to talk and these things. <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll go to him when he gets unmuted. Okay, so. why don't we do the standings and then um, we can uh, have him unmute uh, while that's hey, going on. Hello, there he is. There he is. Okay, oh, all right, cool. All right, all I don't right. know what happened. Uh, you guys were wondering when the last time all three uh, Thanksgiving night games were competitive. Yeah. Uh, well, they've only been playing three three days. Yeah. Sorry, three <laughs> games since 2006, and no. Um, there has never been a time when all three games were competitive, but the last time two games were competitive, at least, was in 2016 when the Lions beat the Vikings 16 to 13, and the Cowboys beat the Redskins 21 to uh, 31 to 26. Uh, but uh, the Thanksgiving night game, the Steelers beat the Colts by three touchdowns, 28 to 7. Okay. Oh yeah. Bill's <laughs> probably like, Bill's probably like, oh darn, you had to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Right, Thanks, it. David. You got it. All right. Yep. Okay, so we got Miami leading the AFC East with eight and three. Buffalo at eight and three. Jets at seven and four. Patriots six and five as they all remain above five hundred. In the AFC North, Baltimore seven and four. Cincinnati seven and four. Cleveland four and seven. Pittsburgh four and seven. AFC South, Tennessee seven and four. Still, uh, it's a Tennessee cakewalk to the division now. Yeah. The Colts. Uh, well, actually, Jacksonville is technically ahead of them at four and seven because the Colts are four seven and one. And then Houston is one nine and one. And in the West, we have Kansas City at nine and two, also on their way to the division. Uh, Chargers at six and five. The Raiders are four and seven, and Denver is three and eight. Uh, NFC East: <clears throat> Philadelphia ten and one, uh, Dallas eight and three, Giants seven and four, Washington seven and five. NFC North: <clears throat> Minnesota nine and two, and they're going to win that. Detroit four and seven, Green Bay four and eight, the Bears three and nine. In the South, uh, who knows? Tampa Bay five and six, Atlanta five and seven, Carolina four and eight, New Orleans four and eight. Oh, I 
I uh, sort of undersold the Mighty Saints because uh, they're only a game and a half out too. And in the West, we have San Francisco seven and four, Seattle six and five, uh, and Rick, Rick is now rooting against Seattle these days and Washington. Yes. <laughs> Arizona, Arizona four and eight, and the Rams are uh, three and eight. And uh, so then we have our contest. What the heck happened? Well, I got some combined scores, so we had a big uh, turnaround here. Uh, I have 137, Pierre has 125, and Rick has 125. So I got a little cushion here. Perry has 124, Robert 119, Sean 118, USF has 116, Al from Cleveland has 110, Jerry 109, <clears throat> Jamal 103, uh, Kingdale 103, and Laurie 97. So there you go. And the seeds, as near as I could make it out, I didn't have time to get into the globe and check it out, but I think if anybody wants to uh, correct it, we have Kansas City first seed in the AFC, Miami yeah. two, Baltimore three, and Tennessee four. That could be wrong. I'm not sure about those. Yeah, I'm not sure about that's that right. either. Yeah. I think that yeah. sounds right, yeah. Buffalo five, Cincinnati six, the Jets seven, and I don't know if the Patriots and, or Chargers, which is eight or nine, but uh, either way. Patriots are eight. Patriots are eight, Chargers are nine. All right. Yeah. In the NFC, Philadelphia, then Minnesota, then San Francisco, then Tampa Bay. Those are your division leaders. Then we have Dallas. Then we have the Giants. Then we have Washington. Then we have, and just outside would be Seattle. So, yeah. And yeah. then, of course, Atlanta and those other teams in the South have, have an extra way to get in. So now let me grab the schedule. And... Uh, we will see what we have coming up. And some of these games seem to be at, like at the wrong time, you know, like Miami, they, they could have done a little flexing this week, I think. Yeah, yeah they should have flexed yeah. on Sunday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we got yeah. Buffalo at the Patriots, 8.15 p.m., and that's going to be here on uh, Prime, you know, Prime, uh, Amazon Prime and all that good stuff, and Channel 10 here in Boston. Uh, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Oh, Channel 10? Uh, yeah, that's what I heard because I you remember, I think we talked about it. Well, they said it was, yeah. well, you'll have to let me know. This, I thought, is, this is different, but, you know, this isn't ESPN. This is, yeah, I, well, I heard it was, I heard they were on Fox 25. Well, well, maybe they are. See, we had information at one point. I thought that we we heard uh, the ten for something, but I don't know. Maybe that was a different game. Oh, you know what? That was the Monday night game that was on ten. That's, That's right. That's what I'm saying. That was yeah. That was ESPN, but this is Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they all have yeah. different yeah. things they go after here. So, uh, but they got that got bid out, I guess, because it doesn't have to be the ABC affiliate now anymore. That was the no, thing no. about the Bears and the Patriots. Pittsburgh at Atlanta, one p.m., and that is going to be on CBS. Green Bay at Chicago, one p.m. on Fox. Uh, Jacksonville at Detroit, 1 p.m. on Fox. So that's a little different there. Uh, uh, the Jets are at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on CBS. That should be good. Yeah. Washington at the Giants, 1 p.m. on Fox. That will be good, too. Tennessee at Philadelphia, 1 p.m. on Fox. That won't be bad. Yeah. Den yeah. Denver at Baltimore, 1 p.m. on CBS. And we have, uh, who knows? Well, yeah, Baltimore will let them back in it probably anyway. Cleveland <laughs> at Houston, 1 p.m. in the Deshaun Watson debut on yeah. CBS. Yeah. They'll probably have to send Jim Nance. That's so important. No, I don't <laughs> no. no. Uh, Seattle at the Rams, 405, and that'll be on Fox. Now, Miami at San Francisco, 405 on Fox. Now, that is, again, they don't have the doubleheader, so a lot of the country may see it, but they're not going to get as much as they could have if they moved it to Sunday yeah. night, which is where it should be. Yeah. Um, Kansas City at Cincinnati, 425 p.m. on CBS. That's a good game. Um, yeah. Char Chargers are at the Raiders, 425 p.m. on CBS. That'll be good, too. Yeah. Uh, but Indianapolis is at Dallas, 820 on NBC. And I know yeah. everybody loves the Cowboys and just had the big <laughs> ratings and all that, but still. And the Monday night game is New Orleans at Tampa Bay, 8.15 p.m. on ESPN. Yeah. And the only yeah, five you... are the only teams they couldn't figure out. They said, well, who's, who, we, who else could we put on Monday night? How about Arizona and Carolina? No, they couldn't do it because yeah. they're both on a bye. So. You know, Chris, you were talking about New Orleans. And, you know, if they win that game Monday night, they're a half a game out of first place. That's right. That's yeah. right. What can, you, what can I say? That whole division is crazy. <laughs> okay, let's see. We have NFL news and notes. Uh, that was the first win in uh, Seattle for the Raiders since November 1st of 98, and that's more significant than you think because uh, they, they were in that division with them for a while. The yeah. Jets hadn't beaten yeah. the Bears in 2000, so that, that was something oh. different for them. And we already talked about Carr being the best ever in overtime, and it's so funny because He's, you know, a middle-of-the-road quarterback. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. He's made it stay in the league, yeah. but he's never been in the top ten. You would think it would be Brady or Rogers or Elway or somebody, but, you know, it's just not. He can get you the win in overtime. He can get it done yeah. with, yeah, with the overtime. Yeah. Well, Derek, Derek, <laughs> Derek, Derek Carr is one of the quarterbacks. That you put two minutes on the clock, if, uh, two minutes to go either in a half or regulation, and he'll get you a touchdown. And in overtime, he's a completely different player. I mean, mm -hmm. I, and he's also yeah. – yeah, go ahead. They're not – at least, I mean, from the last couple of weeks, they're not even winning by field goals. They're winning with touchdowns. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, we had an Odell Beckham sighting this weekend. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. Buckle your <laughs> yeah. seatbelts. He, he was on a flight from Miami to Los Angeles, and he was not alert enough to wake up and put on his seatbelt. I don't think he defied them and wouldn't put it on, but he seemed like he was totally asleep or ill, as they put yeah. it on the news. Then he so wouldn't. got him off the plane, whether he was on under something or we don't know. Uh, so he, he didn't end up doing the seatbelt. He had to get to uh, where he was going, L.A., by a different way. He went to L.A. by Omaha, Songos, or whatever he did and he's the rumors are Buffalo, Dallas, and the Giants are would yeah. might be interested and, in. And on this whole thing, he was not arrested, by the way, but the no. flight was delayed an hour and a half. They had to exit everybody. And one of the other speculations was that he had taken some gummies, but that wouldn't necessarily knock you out. It makes you wonder on other yeah. stuff. And speaking of the Dallas room, of course, Jarrah. Jarrah had his yeah. show this morning. <laughs> he had his show. And he's and they asked him, they said, Is this going to inhabit keep you from being interested? No to Beckham Jr. He says well, many situations it might, but not with him, you know. And I would, we'd still be interested in him. He's because he's taking get him in for. He's a crazy cowboy yeah. kind of guy, you know. Yeah. Oh, he would fit in with Jerry. He fits in with oh, Jerry yeah, and that whole crew. But he, he yeah, huh? I, actually, they could probably get Des Bryant to come out of retirement and watch him. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, if somebody watching yeah, Des Bryant all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Any more NFL stuff as we rip along no. here? No, no, Melvin no, Gordon signed with Chiefs uh, practice okay. squad, but yeah, right. which means if he, he'll probably yes, go to the Raiders next year because that means he'll be with every team in the division. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, okay. All right. So going into this weekend for college football, this was the top ten. Of course, we'll have a new one on, um, and then we kind of know who the top night. four will be. We'll talk about yeah, it. Night and then Sunday. What time? What time is it going to be on uh, tonight? Uh, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock tonight. And then the official rankings happen at noon on Sunday. The unveiling right. of the playoff at a four-hour special on ESPN. By the way, at noon. All right. Yeah. So number Eastern. one going into the week, number one was Georgia, two Ohio State, three Michigan, four S- uh, TCU, five LSU, six U. USC, 7 Alabama, 8 Clemson, 9 Oregon, and 10 Tennessee. So let's see. Let me go down to my scores, and we'll get going here. Georgia beat Georgia Tech 37-14. to 14. It was close for the first half, but then uh, Georgia pulled away. Yeah. Michigan beat Ohio State 45-23. to 23. The first time that uh, Michigan has won in Ohio State is 2000, which means they probably would have lost 10 in a row there. Well, it's the first time they've beat Ohio State back-to-back since 99 in 2000 also. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And there are two guys who I assume are going to be on the draft list of people. This guy, Cornelius Johnson, went for a couple of long ones in that game, a wide receiver for Michigan. And then um, mm-hmm. Donovan Edwards ran for a couple of long ones for uh, for Michigan as well. So I would think those are people that will be on uh, people's radar screens. I don't know. But we'll see about that. Um, TCU uh, beat Iowa State 62-14. to Not too good for Iowa State there, Pear. No, the game was not close. It was over in the first quarter. Okay. Uh, A&M beat LSU, though, um, 38 to 23, I think it was. And um, yeah. I, I was listening, I, you know, because you know, uh, Saturday night I kind of I went back and forth. I had the BC game on I was mostly, but I was checking the Notre Dame game and the cause that was USC, and I was checking the LSU game. And LSU looked like they were in pretty good shape. And then all of a sudden they just, uh, I don't know, they just stopped. I don't know what happened to them. So they, that, that damaged probably, them. Probably, I, I mean, I suppose if they would beat Georgia, they may get in. But that, that not probably three does, losses. That probably does it no. for them. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, not with not with three losses. No, they're not going to jump. Uh, they're not going to uh, you know jump them over USC or even a Clemson or hey Alabama for whatever reason. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think Clemson's going to get any. <laughs> no, no, I lost too. We'll get to no, that. Alabama. Oh, they got three losses. Yeah, the, Alabama beat Auburn forty nine twenty seven. We'll be talking about Auburn later. They got their own problem. Uh, USC yep. did beat Notre Dame thirty eight twenty seven. Uh, we had uh, let's see uh, South Carolina over Clemson, thirty-one to thirty. The first time South Carolina has ever, ever won two top ten matchups in a row because they beat uh, who did they beat the, the week four? Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee and Clemson. First time they've ever done that. That now that just shows you we we talk about the haves and the have-nots in the conference, and we were talking about that on the Friday night uh, the conference we have. And there's like six or seven that have the money, and generally they're going to be at the top of the conference. South Carolina ain't one of them. So, and they go. have Spence. They got Spencer Rattler, the quarterback that was in Oklahoma. They picked him. You know, they got him as their Transfer quarterback. Transfer portal. Yeah. yeah. Oregon State over Oregon, thirty-eight, thirty-four. 
Uh, I think you win a uh, what do you win a, 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 a axe or something? Uh, <laughs> Tennessee beat Vanderbilt uh, 56 to nothing. Now you probably get barbecue for that one. I don't know. Uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff you do get. The Land Grant Trophy went to Penn State over Michigan State 35-16. They're, they've moved up a little bit. They're going to be in consideration perhaps for a New Year's Bowl. We, we'll see about that. But they're they're like a 10 or 8 or something. Depends on who loses and what happens. We'll see where they are. Uh, Kansas State over Kansas 47-27. Uh, uh, oh. Washington, Washington beat Washington State 51 to 33. So that was the game that kept Texas out of the Big 12 championship game, that Kansas State game. Remember yeah, the John? Kansas, Kansas State, by Kansas State winning, that kept Texas out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Washington over Washington State 51 33. Utah beat Colorado 63 21. So Utah will be going in. It seems like, I don't know, Utah's going to this game, but it seems like all I've heard about is Washington and Oregon and Oregon State and everybody in this year. And Utah ends up winning that division. So I don't know yeah. what the division's out there, but anyway. Well, it's been back and forth. It, if all Oregon had won, I think Oregon would have gone to the championship. I think, okay, and, or what? It was, it was like a weird three-way deal with Utah, Oregon, Washington okay. that had to happen. But yeah. All right. Florida State yeah. beat Florida 45-38. NC State beat North Carolina 30-27 in double overtime, and North Carolina was the top. That was team. a good game. It was a good that game. Was a good I listened to a lot of that at the end. And the thing is that um, Wake Forest, North, NC State, and North Carolina at various points uh, were in the top You know, 20. They got all got knocked off. So those were two pretty good teams that were playing there. So, um, yeah. UCLA beat uh, Cal uh, 35-28, the last game Joe Starkey did as the Cal announcer after 42 years. Uh, Tulane beat Cincinnati 27-24, which was the game that got them into the to the host. Whoever was going to win that game was going to host the uh, the uh, AAC uh, championship game. So it's going to be uh, Tulane. That was after 48 years. 48. I'm sorry. Okay, don't want to chip Joe. All right, 27-24. Mississippi State over Mississippi 24-22. Uh, how was the Egg Bowl, Perry? Um, Mississippi State. Hold away. I think at the time the Lane Kiffin rumor probably did affect the team. Um, the weather though was bad. It was raining the whole night, so you know they were playing in the rain. And Ole Miss is the run and gun offense. You know the run of the pass. You don't mm-hmm. pass very well in the rain. No. UCF beats South Florida forty-six to thirty-nine in a wild one. Uh, Texas That's over Baylor. Uh, what's that? Got them into the championship. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And Texas beat Baylor. Uh, oh, I forgot to write down the score. It's pretty lopsided. What was 38-27, but yeah. it was more co- – up and through the first three quarters, it was a back-and-forth game. And in the fourth quarter, Texas just kind of took off. Bijan Robinson, by the way, nominated for Dope Walker Award, uh, one of the three. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll be in a good bowl. Uh, Kentucky beat – because they travel, too. So, that you know, they'll, they'll get yeah. a good bowl. That's well, that's probably the Alamo Bowl. It'll probably be the Alamo Bowl because the way the contract with the Big 12 and Pac-10 would be the third-place Big 12 against the second-place Pac-12. Pac-12, yeah. Okay. Um, Kentucky beat Louisville uh, 26-13, and uh, Nebraska beat Iowa 24-17. The game was not that close. You know, it was 24-7. I was listening to a lot of that, and yeah. it just sounded like uh, uh, the Iowa guys. Hey, Iowa's players, hey, Iowa's players, they were dropping like flies in that game. I mean, the court, the starting quarterback went out first quarter and didn't ever return. Yeah. Um, of many other players. And t- today, the quarterback who played the whole game, Alex Padilla, has entered the transfer portal. I don't know where he, how he thinks he's going to, you know, he may go to a lower you know, like an Arkansas State or something like that. Yeah. But he certainly won't. When they get go in, they can like come. That. When you get when they go in, they can come back, right, Perry? If they don't like yeah, they the can. water, they, they can come. I'm back. guessing yeah. the Iowa. If, yeah. I, if I were to guess, though, Chris, the Iowa fans are please bring us a quarterback because both these guys, neither one of them were any good. And the portal opens up officially. Uh, it opens on Monday officially. The yeah. portal does. They can okay. declare. Uh, Purdue beat Indiana to I think win the old Oaken bucket. Thirty and to go 16. to the Big Ten title game. And go to the Big Ten title game to get stomped by Michigan probably. Yep, I and would we, think we'll so. have that schedule for you in a minute. Uh, Pitt over Miami and another embarrassing. If they don't fire them, this Miami coach, they'll get killed. Forty-two to sixteen. I mean, come on. Can't be probably like that what they're going to tell you, Chris, is it's his first year. Well, okay, but I mean, I thought, you know, when the year started, they won a couple or three, and uh, they were doing decent, so I don't know what happened all of a sudden. Again, probably injuries. You know, we really don't hear much about college injuries, and the interesting thing about college injuries, because of HIPAA laws, you don't know until you get to the game whether somebody's coming back or not, you know, so, uh, you know. Well, and that's the way way in any sport, because we'll get to baseball in a little bit, but you have a guy like Jacob deGrom. There's probably a lot of things that people don't know because of the HIPAA law. 
Yeah. And Syracuse beat BC 32-23 to stop their five-game losing streak. Remember when they were 6-0 and and they were in the top 10 or yeah. 15 or whatever they were? Now they had a five-game losing streak, but they got to play BC, so it's, uh, they were okay. They ended up 7-5. and There's a rumor that they're going to go to the Fenway Bowl and play Memphis. That sounds like a, a exciting. But a lot of Syracuse folks around here. BC ends up at 6-9, six and, six and nine, so there you go. And I, I briefly asked you guys, and I think we have time to touch on it for a minute or two, uh, about Heisman Trophy people. What, what are you guys hearing about the, who might win that? The rumor that um, I, I mean, the story that you hear is, is it, it, at this point, it might be Caleb Williams, a quarterback from USC. It might be his to lose. Um, Max Duggan's a finalist from TCU. Yep, I would uh, suspect CJ Stroud from Ohio State, quarterback there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah maybe a Bijan Robinson, but he, you know, he with him be that they see him in there for the mix. So okay, from Texas. So we got the conference schedule here. The conference uh, um, championship games on Friday. Uh, the USA conference at 7:30 is UTSA against North Texas. Uh, that's the mean green if you want to watch them. 8 o'clock and they, in the Pac-12, it's USC against Utah. Where's that game being played? Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. Okay, that's right. Saturday at and 12, it's probably, we have... And it's probably a Fox game, too. It is. Yeah, it is. Saturday at 12, we start off with the MAC with Toledo at Ohio. Then we have a TCU at Kansas State. Well, Kansas State at TCU. They'll be the home. Uh, Jerry World. Yeah, Jerry World. And Jerry and the, World. And, of course, there'll be tons of TCU fans there. That's easy for them. So it's going to be a real road game. And uh, the thing is that, uh, you know, that's if they want their playoff spot, they have to win that game. At 3.30, yep. we have uh, the Sun uh, Sun Conference. Uh, Sun Belt. Sun Belt. I knew something else goes with it. Troy State and uh, Coastal Carolina. And at 4, we have uh, the, uh, the Mountain West, Boise State, and Fresno State. Then we have the uh, probably lopsided, kind of lopsided game. I think LSU give them a little battle, but LSU and Georgia will be meeting. At 6 o'clock, we have Michigan and Purdue, and another one that's probably going to be lopsided. And then at, for the Big Ten at 8 o'clock, Clemson and North Carolina. And that could be a decent game. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, Matt Rule is, was hired at Nebraska. So you guys were saying uh, you think he'll do better than he was uh, with the Panthers. Well, I think he's more of a college coach. I think he's more cut out for the college game. Look what he did at Temple. Look what he did at Baylor. He, I mean, he turned Baylor around from the scandal and everything. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, how would you like to be in Matt Rule's position? You get paid for eight years in Nebraska, and you still get paid for four more years in Carolina. So. There you go. You're, Not you're bad. rolling in the dough. Yep. He's got a good agent. Um, Colorado has offered their job to Deion Sanders. Uh, and, of course, he's been coaching uh, Jackson State. And, and Dion says uh, he has that offer and some other offers that he's looking at, South too. Florida, South Florida and Georgia Tech are the two that I've heard. Okay. And right now, he's I assume he's in the uh, FCS. Uh, well, they don't, no, they don't, they don't do go that? in the playoffs. The, no, not the, uh, not the HBCUs, the SWAC and the MEOC. They do the okay. Heritage Bowl, but they, they have their championship game this weekend, Jackson State does. So, yeah. Okay. And so they're 11-0 and right now. And overall, for, their, for uh, Jackson State, he's been 26 and 5 all time. Uh, yeah, they're in the SWAC championship game coming up. Uh, Lane Kiffin he got his contact contract extension for nine uh, nine million a year, uh, and uh, you know, so I guess he's going to stay. Uh, what do you think of that, Perry? Well, you know, at some point he's going to go because mm-hmm. just to where Oxford, Mississippi, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So everybody knows that, but um, of course, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but Lane and one of the local TV sports guys were going back and forth. This guy had reported that Lane was going to resign on Friday to become the coach at Auburn. Well, uh, that, of course, didn't happen. And Lane, he he went at him at the press conference after the Egg Bowl. Then he did his radio interview, oh, yeah. and uh, he said, I am going to be the Ole Miss coach. And uh, Richard Cross, like any journalist does, he followed up. He said, well, you know, there are these other rumors. And he said, I am going to be here next year. And on Saturday morning, he signed his contract extension. There you go. So, you know, yeah. he, he, he said that he said that's the one thing he said. I've always if there's something to report, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. OK. Wisconsin hired uh, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. And of course, he's been a go- good coach for them for quite oh, yeah. a while. So that's oh. got a good deal. Oh, on yeah. That. Yeah. Oh. And uh, David Shaw resigned at Stanford after 12 years. And he was 96 and 54, pretty good record. Uh, we'll, and they're apparently what he's saying is that Stanford and probably Cal didn't want to get involved in the uh, name, image, and likeness, and they didn't want to really deal with the transfer portal. Well, and, yeah, uh, schools like Stanford and Cal and Northwestern and places like that, they they base their uh, 
athletes on academic. They don't want to get involved in imaging and lightness and transfer portal. David Shaw said, look, in order to compete in modern college football, you have to get involved in these things. And he said uh, that's one of the reasons why he decided to resign, because it's obvious that Stanford is not ready to get involved in that, and he wants to be at a program who's willing to use all assets to get players. No, and I, and I assume, both. And I assume he won't have any trouble finding a job. No. no. Oh, no. So my, my, my thing is... Think- Oh, oh, hey, hold, hold, hold on, Chris, and then Robert. Go ahead, Chris, and then Robert. Okay, my thing, and you know, I'll ask you, Robert, because I, I would think it's the same. The, okay, the transfer portal I get, because you're kind of taking a pig and a poke academically. You're just wanting a quarterback or whatever you want. The image and, image and likeness can't be as good here or in the Bay Area or somewhere in Philadelphia, you know, where you have, yeah, if hit your major program. But if you're going to, let's get a quarterback to endorse our, well, we might get Mac Jones instead of the BC quarterback. You know what I'm the, saying? The, the problem you have, Chris, is, uh, in Los Angeles, for example, people that go to USC, people that go to CLA, they can take advantage of uh, name, image, and likeness, and they can get paid quite a bit. But the Bay Area does not want to get involved with that. They've made it very clear that they don't want their schools involved with that. They have they have no interest in doing that. Right. Then sadly, think, then sadly, Robert, I'm, and, and I'm not saying this to, to you because you know it, but sadly, yeah. they're not going to win that. No. Nope. Uh, and they're going to have the same problem when it comes to college basketball. You're going to find Stanford is going to have the same issue. Cal is going to have the same issue. Uh, probably University of San Francisco will have the same issue in college basketball. But David Shaw ran into college get, football here. I, hold, hold on, Sean. Now, I saw, hold on, hold on no, Sean. I saw San Francisco, though, I can tell you, as a basketball team a week ago. That's a pretty good basketball team. Right. So, so but my, my point is, if you're in a pro town, I mean, how are you going to get endorsement? You know, last year, would you have picked a, you know, Pickett or Roethlisberger to, to advertise your product? You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you ta- I mean, Chris, you take a situation like they have there. You have San Francisco. You have Iowa and Iowa State. They're both in small towns. You have Ole Miss yeah. and Mississippi State. They're in small towns. They are finding creative ways to do this. Right. Right. L.A. and Houston are pro towns, and they're both doing it with UCLA, USC, and Houston. Yeah. They're finding ways. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think the pros are more entrenched in some sense. They're much more entrenched here than they are in L.A. because there's such a tradition oh, yeah. of L.A. football. Like, it's taken a while for the Rams. The Rams are still working to work their way back into the – even though they won the Super Bowl, you still say it's kind of hard for, for L.A. fans to really say, oh, they left us and they were gone for 20 years. So I think when you've had the established teams like the 49ers and the Giants and the Red Sox and the Patriots, it's pretty hard to do this, you know? Well, I think I think these teams – that you know the the ones in the small towns and things like that. Those are the ones that it's kind of amazing because they're figuring yeah. out ways to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing statewide stuff is how they're doing it, I guess. That but, oh, that's example, right. That'll work. The, per- That'll the work. perfect example of what you're talking about, Chris, is next Thursday night on December 8th. The Raiders will play the Rams in L.A., and I guarantee you there'll be more Raider fans than Ram fans. That's in right. Japan. Or there'll be almost as many, at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have the saga of Hugh Freeze we need to get to here. And he has been hired by Auburn, or is supposed to be hired by Auburn, at least. Could it's, be one no, of it's, these. A, it's official. It's official. It's a, he's already hired. So, um, but uh, Perry, why don't you uh, tell the story? Because you, you were uh, back in the early part of it with Old Miss, and uh, just let us know what's going on with Scott. Well, basically at Old Miss, what he did, to put it very simply, he was uh, calling escort services on his school phone line, which, I mean, that's really stupid, to be honest with you. And he got caught doing it. And at the same time that they caught him doing that, they, uh, the media uncovered some other things and um, all that. And then now he's at Liberty, and you would think he would have learned after that, but there is an investigation at Liberty. A student is uh, has complained about inappropriate um, sexually rated Twitter uh, di- direct messages. So the thing is, people are saying that um, he might need to get off social media. But he said this morning that uh, being a Division One coach, you can't do that. So he w- he will not get off social media. So uh, and he got a six-year contract from Auburn. So we'll see how he does. But and the deal at Liberty also, like I said, the athletic director, because the complaint is against the whole school, because it even goes on. He wasn't originally involved. Ian McCall, the guy involved with Baylor, the athletic director, is the athletic director at Liberty. And that's when he got into it with the girl. One of the things he even told Hugh Freeze says, you don't know Ian McCall. Ian McCall is you know Jesus, more Jesus-like. And then, but now he, there, people are saying at Auburn that he had to surrender his uh, you know, Twitter, personal Twitter, but he's saying no, so who knows? 
We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah, John, John Cohen, the athletic director at Auburn, who, of course, used to be at Mississippi State a few weeks ago, said they didn't even look into that situation. Wouldn't you think? I mean, John, John, Cohen, John Cohen was the athletic director at Mississippi State when this Ole Miss stuff occurred. Of all people, yeah. wouldn't you have thought he'd have been smart enough to yeah. look into it? Yeah. Well, you know, we've had times where jobs, I said, has he been hired? Because we had the time, and I can't remember his name. The guy who was the coach at New Hampshire got the Notre Dame job, and then they realized yeah. he forced falsified his whole resume and everything so you know stuff like that and it got rescinded he had the job for like three days so you know this can happen yeah, too yeah. we'll see jamal good so, jamal good and start unmuting and we'll get to you in just a second but but i guess the auburn fans are not are not pleased the auburn they, fans yeah. are not pleased at all with this hire they they wanted matt rule they wanted lane kiffin basically yeah. anybody but this guy Luke yeah. Fickle, for example. Yeah, yeah, Luke Fickle would have been a better. Well, and yeah. John Sanders was also rumored for that job. There you go, go ahead, Jamal. We got Jamal. Come yeah. on in, Jamal. Yeah, a couple of things here. I'm listening to you tell a story about Hugh Freeze. Yep. And I'm like, why? I mean, Hugh Freeze got in trouble with Ole Miss. Why is Auburn dumb enough to hire this guy? I mean, really, you, they would have been better off staying with. I guess the Cadillac end of the coach, Williams. Cadillac Williams, they would have been better off going that route than hiring Hugh Freeze because you know Hugh Freeze is probably going to get them information next year or two. And here's the problem, in, Jamal, in the here's the problem, Jamal with, with Hugh Freeze is, wouldn't you have thought, though, he'd have learned after getting in trouble once? Uh, uh, this is cool, though, that high, they, they hired Bruce Pearl also. Remember Auburn did, Jamal. Well, that's true, but my nickname, I mean, I just have a nickname for Hugh Freeze. You got older. So Auburn has hired old horny Hugh. How nice. You know, this guy. <laughs> Well, somebody, well, somebody, somebody, somebody that we all know uh, was telling me that you know what, with a social media that Hugh Freeze was quote getting off on social media. So, <laughs> well, oh, boy. We need, all right, we got about seventeen minutes to go, Jamal. Yeah. What else? Anything else, Jamal? Yeah, I want to talk about the uh, NFL. Our interesting NFL game, and is Rogers supposed to be playing on Sunday against the Bears, or are they going to be Jordan Love? He says that he wants to play. Play, but we don't know yet. Dick, if you want to start unmuting, we'll get to you when we're done with Jamal here. Okay. And it, it, uh, are you hearing anything about uh, Simeon still going to play on Sunday, I guess, Jamal? I have no clue what's going on with the Bears. Okay. I really don't. All right. Well, let's get your fellow Bear fan on and we'll see what's going on. Okay. Okay. Let's bring on Dick. And uh, Dick, how's it going? Hello, boys. Hey, uh, hey Dick. Yeah, you know, we're the poor place quarterback with the Bears are going to lose. And it hurts to say that was a team for Green Bay, but what are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. This is an even game. This is just yeah, going to be weird. Game. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Rogers will probably will probably play, and maybe he does own the beer. I think you want him to play with that broken thumb. Uh, you know, he's not. Well, we, he ain't the old uh, Aaron Rodgers anymore. That's for sure. Well, this is not true. And I think, he's, okay. well, you know, you can think about it, guys. Think about this. You know, he's, what, 38? Ryan's 38. Yeah. Uh, he's not doing very well. Uh, there's another one who's, like, 39. Brady? No, well, Brady's over. Yeah. He's about 105. Brady's 45. <laughs> yeah. You know what it proves, Dick? Yeah. That eventually people do get old. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you hit the wall. And most of them, <laughs> most of them hit the wall at 38. You know, yeah. Brady is the exact, you know, another guy who played for a long time was Vince Evans. He goes to right. back a lot. Doesn't he? But, yeah. And uh, hey, Bland played through a pass. In the oh, he did? But that, that yeah. was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, wait, All right. What time is that, what time is that Michigan uh, uh, Purdue game on? Uh, um, I, think uh, it's, sorry, I, think it's, I think it's at uh, 8 o'clock. 5 o'clock no. our time. I think. Uh, no, 5 o'clock our time. 5. Is it? 5 our time. I'll get it. Dick, I will go look and get it for you in just a minute. It yeah, is five cents, right? Yeah. I'm surprised that one of the leaders, you know, like Georgia, uh, their, their game is not on later on. Yeah, they do. They, they, they've kind of slotted themselves into these different. Like last year, the Pitt uh, Clemson game was yeah. like a, later. I don't know. They, they, the ACC seems to be the last one now, and you know, it may change after the contracts. But they were all signed up with these different networks, and they kind of like their spot. So you know, Big Twelve, and you know, Fox yep. liked that twelve o'clock Saturday oh. game. So here's the official. Out. Here's the official answer. The Big Ten game is at eight p.m. Eastern. Oh, we got moved. Okay, oh, it did get moved. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. All right, Dick. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Dick, our time. Hey, thanks, guys. Yep. All right, Dick. Okay, we got any more uh, college? Oh, just want to say real quick, uh, because uh, we sort of alluded, alluded to it, but with the two big challenges going on is the ACC Big Ten and the Big East Big 12. And I don't know how many are all the Big 12 involved, so it's 12 Big East teams yes, against them. Yeah, and then we got well, 10 14. Big, no, 10 Big, 10, 10 Big 12. I remember, there's only 10 in there, and 10 Big East. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, Big East is bigger. The, but, but the uh, ACC, it's 14 against 14, and the one right. team in the ACC now doesn't next, get to go. Now, next year, apparently, I don't know what this is going to do to the Big Ten ACC, the ACC and the SEC 
are going to have a challenge. I don't know if that means that you know the Big Ten ACC will be gone, but yeah, because I, I know Maybe. I know Chris, you and I always like to keep track of that thing. Yeah, we do, we do, and yeah, we're off to a good start too. Nothing, but you know the thing is too. You know they'll they'll all swap. Everybody will swap partners, and you know Big Ten will do the Big East or something. You know whatever they'll oh. do. Okay, uh, but my my point about it was that the it's just fun because you're you're playing known quantities and you can kind of say oh, yeah. and you can look at it and say okay, like I was giving the example, Pitt beat Northwestern last night. Well, we don't know what that really means in the long scheme of things. Northwestern could be better, Pitt could be worse, the other way around. But you can kind of look at that approach and root for them during the year because if, if you get on the bubble, if they win, that's better for you. So anyway, it's just kind of a fun thing you can do. And, and it, was interesting. Do it, it was interesting, too, with a good um, – the Phil Knight challenge over the weekend. And, boy, did, did they – they brought – normally it's a, a major team and then they have the minor team. They didn't do that this year. They had – uh, 16 teams. You played it in two buildings, and they had all major teams. Plus, they had a women's division. Mm-hmm. And to, to show you how tough that thing was, North Carolina lost two games, and uh, Villanova went out there and lost three games. Who who wow. would think Villanova with three games in a tournament? And UConn won their game, so there that might tell you something yeah. about the early Big East. Okay, we got about 12 minutes, and we got a lot of baseball. We got Albert Pujols won the uh, National League Comeback Player of the Year, and quite a last year for him. Justin Verlander, the AL comeback player. Seems like he's had to win that like two or three times because he has major yeah, injuries yeah, and he does. wins the Cy Young or comes back. The Angels got our friend uh, Hunter Renfro, former Red Sox player from Milwaukee and, and of course former Milwaukee and before that he was around. And, and former but, Mississippi State Bulldog. Mississippi State got uh, for three pitchers. He can really hit but he doesn't feel very well. Texas this was a, this was a this was a move Chris by the Brewers just kind of like the Josh Hader. This was to save money. Yeah. Well, uh, also a former Padre Chris. Okay. Why not? Texas hired Dayton Moore as to, to be a special uh, advisor, former gen, uh, GM of the uh, or president or something of the Royals, and they also h- hired Mike Maddox as pitching coach. I think he's been a pitching coach so long here. He was through here a while ago too. I remember. And he's um, and he's been with the Cardinals. Yeah, brother Greg Maddox. Okay, we finally it took us a while uh, on uh, during the week to nail this down, but Bryce Harper uh, hurt his elbow. See, I didn't even know about this because I don't really follow the National League, but he hurt his elbow like in April, and so he was DHing the rest of the year. He then has now just. Had had Tommy John surgery, and he's going to be out until around the All-Star break, yep. and then he'll be able to come back and DH, because, you know, you're not throwing all the time, there's less stress in your arm, the pitchers are always out for a year, he'll come out back for the All-Star break and just hit, but they're hoping by the end of the season, he'll be able to play in the outfield. He tore towards UCL in his elbow, so there you go. So that's uh, the story with him, and so it does show the difference, it does show really the, the strain that a pitcher puts on his arm, it, you know, the difference in just coming back from it, and then, you know, uh, if you're pitching, you over a year, so whatever. Aaron Judge is supposed to decide. Did he decide today whether where he's no, going? Not yet. Okay, no, not yet. He said he decided in the next couple of days. He said about a week ago that it would be about a week. So that put it on Thursday or Friday or so. He would make his announcement. The two teams uh, fighting it out supposedly are the Giants and Yankees. You know, sometimes people come in at the last minute. But he wants. You to hear get rumors that the Dod- I've heard rumors that the Dodgers might be in on it, but I, from what I was hearing, that doesn't seem real likely. Right, and then we're still hearing the Mets some somewhat too. And that could be wishful thinking on on different people's part, you know. So the winter meetings will getting be getting starting this coming Monday. So probably next Tuesday we'll have more baseball uh, should, to talk yeah. about. Actually, actually, they'll start on Sunday, Chris. Oh, Sunday, okay. And they're in San Diego because you remember they're going to have that uh, their first lottery on in San Diego. Uh, Carlos Santana uh, got one year for six million with Pittsburgh. He was uh, ended the year with Seattle. He's going to be a DH and a first baseman. And uh, uh, and of course, he, if it goes well, the Pirates will trade him at the All Star. You know, trade they, <laughs> right. And uh, then uh, Houston is a, uh, has now signed Jose Abreu to a uh, yep. three year deal for fifty eight point two million. Was it Robert? Fifty eight point five. Fifty eight point five. Okay. Yep. Now, this is the kind of thing that I kind of complain about behind Blue. Now, I'm not saying they were talking, people were kicking names around in the midseason, and what can you do about first base? And they were talking about maybe Abreu or something like that. And now, what he would say, what Heim would say, and it may be true, and, you know, this could be a great all-time player. We have Christian Casas. We don't need this guy, you know, because uh, he's up and coming. And he, he was decent when he was here for the first month of his career. But, you know, this is a proven quantity. He never goes after it. He's the kind of guy that just wants to say, look at what I got. You know, he may buy all this war. war surplus wrapper wrap, but he'll say, But look what the price I got him at. They're great. You know, I well, have these I saved uh, all this Chris, money. Chris, don't forget the Red Sox picked up that contract from San Diego of Eric Hosmer and I believe it has like three more years left on it. It, it, so. yes, it, does, it does, but they're not paying anything. Remember San Diego had to pick it up. 
Oh, San Diego's yeah. paying most of the money. Okay, but you haven't for three more years. Well, so we do, and not, nothing in Sarah Cosmer either. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying, but Abreu could be your DH. We don't. We're not going to have JD Martinez. I know, I know, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not yeah. saying this is the guy, and the whole season, off season is ruined. I'm just right. saying this seems to be his mindset, and I don't, I don't think it's going to work. You no. know. Mike Clevenger signed with the White Sox. He uh, was with San Diego before that. And, of course, uh, he signed for one year at $8 million, And he and was that, a former And that's Cleveland so that he Indian. can get himself, you know, to see if he can stay healthy. That's He wants to do that yeah. and try to stay healthy. Okay. okay. And, and it's a contender. So it's a good – you know, they, they lost on Abreu. The White Sox did, but they did get Clevenger. So that was good. And Miguel Cabrera has announced that it's likely to be – he didn't say it definitely, but it's likely to be his last uh, year. He actually did say this will be it. Oh, he did say it. It is. Okay. It is. All right. So that is a little boost for the Tigers yeah. attendance because people will want to start seeing him in his last uh, appearances. Yeah. Yep. So uh, do we ha- have any more in baseball? No. No. That, I think that's it. That's it. Oh, are we All done? All right, folks. Uh, yep. One, uh, one other well, thing before we get out of here. Uh, for okay. those of you that want to hear radio coverage of soccer, uh, uh, since Talk Sport is blocked out because of the World Cup, because they, uh, they're real with Sirius XM, uh, tell your device to play BBC Radio 5, and you'll get a lot of the soccer coverage. And you'll also get boxing coverage uh, from there also when they have British fights. So for those of you who want to listen to stuff, that's another outlet for you. Okay, go ahead, Sean. Here we go. All right, folks. Well, if you want to come check this out at any time or tell your friends, they can download the podcast, legendoldies.com, Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher, or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. Come on back next week. We'll have the college football playoffs. We'll have the winter meetings, and who knows what else. So see you later. Recording.